Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And open forum Wednesday. How's everybody doing? Grant Napier here on Listen Up. We are a little more than 24 hours away from the start of the NFL draft. We've got a pair of games tonight in the NBA. Well, how about the game last night in Memphis? An absolute classic with the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Somehow, some way, Memphis finds a way to win that game. Minnesota, I mean, how they lost that game is unbelievable. And now, the Grizzlies are one win away from advancing to the next round of the playoffs. Tonight, Chicago, Milwaukee, Denver, Golden State. You've got the Giants and the A's. And as we said, we've got the NFL draft beginning tomorrow. All right, hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. We'll get you right on. It is an open form Wednesday, which means we can go in any direction you want. Uh, one thing I wanted to get into the uh, A's and the Giants are playing again tonight in San Francisco. What's going on with Dave Cavill, the president of the Oakland A's? The comments that he's making lately, you know, uh, about the attendance at the Giants ballpark. And I'm not really sure why he's making the comments uh, that he is making. I, I really don't. The other issue, you know, some out there, and there was an article in one of the San Francisco papers about that the Giants and the way they're playing, a lot of teams are having problems with that. Then then beat them, okay? You know, the unwritten rules of baseball and they're rubbing it in the eighth and ninth innings, then play better, you know, play better, all right? I have no problem with what the Giants are doing. You know why? Because their job is to go out and win every game. And they are off to another blistering start at 13 and 5. And I'm going to get on a team that last year played great. And this year they're already off to an incredible start at 13 and 5. And I'm going to get upset because they steal bases in the later innings and they bunt and they hit home runs. And you know what? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get on the Giants. I'm not. Go out and play better. All right, Uh, go out and play better. A lot of talk about what's going on in Brooklyn with the Nets. Do you bring back Kyrie? Do you want, I I wouldn't have Kyrie Irving on my team under uh, any circumstances. I don't think you can uh, win right now with the way Kyrie Irving is. I know we won with Cleveland. I get that. He was tremendous uh, in that game seven in Oakland when they won the championship. He was good in the series. I get that, but. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not crazy about having uh, Kyrie Irving on my club. I'm just not, all right? 
Uh, you got Doc Rivers, who's a little oversensitive because people are bringing up uh, his past playoff failures. And he said today, tell the whole story. And then he went into it. You know, I, I don't really think that Doc needs to be talking about that right now. When his team was up 3-11, now it's 3-2, uh, getting ready for a game six tomorrow. I really don't. All right. Now you've got the Golden State Warriors. They've got a 3-1 lead against Denver. I would be shocked, not surprised. I would be shocked if they do not win tonight. I don't, I don't see any way in the world that they don't win tonight. They're a much better team. They're at home, and they're, they're going to win. I, I don't see how they don't win, you know, unless they just all collectively – have a horrible shooting night. But, yeah, I, I don't see that. I like the Warriors tonight. I like them big. And then they can advance to the second round of the playoffs. All right? You know, I'm looking at the Warriors right now, and I'm looking at how well they have played in this series. And they should win this series in five games. Then you go to round two, and slowly but surely, this Warriors team is gelling at the right time, health, everything else. I think they're going to be a tough team to beat. You know, you saw last night the Suns hold serve. So they're up 3-2 heading back to NOLA for game six. They're probably going to prevail. Even if they lose game six, I don't think they would lose a game seven on their home floor. So I look for the top seed Phoenix Suns and a hard-fought series with New Orleans uh, to advance, all right? I I'm looking at the Phoenix Suns and assuming, okay, assuming they can get Devin Booker back, who, again, did not play last night, and get Devin Booker back playing the way he was, out with a right hamstring strain, you know, after missing three games, I think you'll see the Suns, you know, and the Warriors be on a collision course. I, I'm looking at this team right now. I'm looking at the Phoenix Suns. And I'm looking at the Golden State Warriors. And I'm thinking, okay, who's the better team when both teams are healthy? In other words, if you took the Phoenix Suns and you took the Golden State Warriors, and they were all healthy, both teams healthy. Who are you taking to win the series? Who are you taking in the West? Phoenix, the number one seed, right? Golden State, the three seed. If Memphis holds on and wins, and Phoenix holds on and wins, then you will have, and, and assuming that Dallas does, and I think that they will, you'll have Phoenix moving on, Memphis moving on, Golden State moving on, and Dallas moving on, right? So the top four teams, one plays four, two plays three, let's have some fun. Let's have some fun.
right? Phoenix, Dallas, Golden State, Memphis, Curry and Morant. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. All right. Raise your hand, hit that hand icon. If you want to talk NBA, you know, I did a rant on this today. Look at the Memphis Grizzlies. Look at the Timberwolves. Both these teams in the NBA lottery two years ago. Look at the Phoenix Suns in the lottery three years ago. And now look at those teams and look at Sacramento. The only consistent aspect of the lottery, the only constant year in, year out, are the Sacramento Kings. The teams that were as bad as the Kings or worse, including the Phoenix Suns, who were worse just three years ago, are now the number one seed in the West. The Timberwolves, worse than the Kings, the Grizzlies, all these teams now. And you look at the ascension of Minnesota, a seventh seed this year. They look like they're heading in the right direction. Memphis is already there. All these teams go flying right by Sacramento. And what do the Kings do? They get worse, right? They get worse. They really do. All right, let's get to uh, a couple of phone calls. we got a couple of people that want to get on. So let's start the show off. And why don't we be joined by Mark on this open forum Wednesday? Mark, um, we'll get to you once you hit your hand icon or you hit your uh, microphone icon, and we will put you right on. Mark, how are you? You're on with Grant. Hey, good afternoon, Grant. Hi there. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hey, Grant. Uh, in the beginning of the year, everybody was talking about Phoenix. You know, obviously uh, coming out. You know, being in the championship game last year, flying for a championship. Uh, what they didn't anticipate, obviously, we were anticipating Clay coming back. We didn't know how Clay was gonna, how Clay was gonna play when he came back. Obviously, being a year and a half off, uh, but the X factor with the uh, with the Golden State Warriors now, two guys, uh, and I think if it ever got to Phoenix, I, I think it, it it'll be a big difference. One is is Peyton, uh, you know, he's a a great defensive ball player, and I could see him if it got to, uh, you know, Phoenix and Golden State in the finals. Uh, I think they could control uh, Paul for most of the game. Uh, the other X factor that nobody really thought was going to be the ball player he was is obviously uh, Jordan Poole. Uh, Jordan Poole with Curry coming off the bench is – is uh, Definitely, definitely a more potent offense, but I don't see Curry staying on the bench. So even if Poole came off the bench, I think the team is gelling like you're saying. Uh, so, but obviously they got to get, they got to get by Memphis. Memphis is a good team. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, you know, we do have a decent center with, you know, with Looney, uh, but you got Aiden, who's a, who's a heck of a ball player. Uh, yep. And so yep. I'm uh I'm, you know, kind of kind of looking at the way this this whole series transpires. Uh, and, you know, obviously injury is key, you know, staying away from from injury. Um, on the others, on the other side, I mean, one thing that uh, and we've had this discussion before, the Sacramento Kings, for some reason, has been so enamored with the Golden State Warriors. And it seems like every 
coaching move that they make, they try to grab a, a warrior coach. Obviously, it was uh, Alvin Gentry. It was Luke Walton. Now they're talking about going after uh, Brown. Uh, this team needs to get away from that. They need to start looking at ball players and not head coaches. Uh, Mike Malone, who, if you remember right, when the Kings brought Mike Malone on, they were tired of getting blown out of games. So what they did is they hired him because he was a good defensive coach. What happened? The Beck Ronadive got involved. He didn't think it was sexy, you know, to play low scoring games, play defensive games. And what they do, they got rid of Mike Malone. Uh, obviously another bad move by the Sacramento Kings. And uh, they've got a long ways to go. And like uh, I'll keep saying it, Vivek Ranadive uh, has to go. I mean, he, he cannot continue to lead this team. And I can't believe, you know, that that the league is looking at this guy as a as an owner uh, with full respect. What do you think? Well, I'm going to put you back in the audience because we don't have the greatest connection. Uh, the league can't do anything with Vivek Ranadive. He's got an ironclad contract. He's the managing general partner, just like they can't do anything with James Dolan, who's been a horrible owner in the number one market in the league. So the league is powerless as it pertains to Vivek Ranadive. Uh, you're 100% correct about Ranadive and Michael Malone. Uh, you hit it right on the head. And I personally would agree with you that the Kings are going to be where they are until there is new ownership. Now, I don't know if that's going to be next year, five years, 15 years. I don't have a crystal ball, uh, but you and I are on the same page there. I totally agree with you. I think it's the biggest issue facing this franchise right now. And a lot of people feel that way. Even people that work within the walls of the arena know that to be true as well. Ryan, good afternoon. How are you today? Doing well. How are you doing, Napes? I'm good, buddy. Hey, um, so I, I completely believe the Warriors are the force to be reckoned with. They're hitting their stride at the right time. Steph is getting his legs back and getting back into motion. And, you know, Phoenix, they're a great franchise. However, I think they hit their stride too early. And the NBA is all about momentum, in my opinion. But I do want to have a little fun coming off of John or John Morant's dunk last night. You had a front row seat to Gerald Wallace's Ronnie Price's here in Sacramento. Which dunk do you think is better between the three? I think Morant's last night was. I think Morant last night, I would probably put number one on that list. Where he started from, the way he was holding the ball, uh, the elevation. Gerald Wallace, probably two. And I would probably put Price three. But... What made Price, you're talking about Ronnie Price, right? Yeah, Ronnie Price. Yeah, the baseline dunk over Boozer, over the Jazz, was the the, the height of Price. Baseline, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not underselling his dunk, but playoff game, the just everything about Morant last night, I think that dunk. But I'll ask you, how would you rank him? You know what? I would put Jaw first, Ronnie because of his size second, but Gerald's okay. was incredible. I, I mean, yep. he damn near took off from the free throw line, Grant. Yep. It was Michael Jordan-esque. So, and you know that voice, Gerald Wallace. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Absolutely. But, you know, as far as the Phoenix Suns, though, the one thing I think you're forgetting, and maybe you're not, They've played the last three games without an all-star two guard in Devin Booker. So, you know, it's not like they're at full strength right now. That's a big difference. 
they're not at full strength, but let's let's be honest, a sprained ankle is much different than a hamstring injury. You know, that's a correct. hamstring lingers for months. If no, 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 no. Can linger. Most likely. Can linger. Yeah. Well, mm, it's grade one. Like, it's grade one. Uh, it, 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 we don't know. That's the unknown about all of this. Yeah, you, you, I understand where you're coming from, but we don't know. That's the unknown. It's a grade one hamstring strain. And when you say will linger, can linger. You might be 100% correct. We might be, you might be calling me up in another week and we're talking about the same thing or two weeks. So yes, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying we don't know. We don't know, but wouldn't you say shooting up an ankle is much different than trying to rehab a hamstring? No question. I totally agree. There? Yeah. It, no question. So it's, and it's kind of a wild card too, right? You, you, like you said, you, you don't know the grade. We're not doctors. We, we don't see the MRIs, but you know, to me, a hamstring is more concerning than, you know, well, another type of injury. Okay. okay. So let me, I've just Googled this while you're talking. I want to read this. The three grades of hamstring injury are grade one, a mild muscle strain likely to recover in a few days. Grade two, a partial muscle tear. Grade three, a complete muscle tear or tear of an attachment may take weeks or months to heal. Again, we don't know, everyone is different, but if you're gonna have a hamstring issue, it's better to have a grade one than anything else. I think we can agree on that. Of, of course, you know, what I hope is that they do come on a collision course and Devin can be healthy because that yep. would be a hell of a series. It would be great. I'm with you 100%. I mean, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole. I mean, you know, we had uh, the last caller uh, he brought up a very good point. Mark did about having, you know, Gary Payton on the roster to be able to use in defensive uh, uh, circumstances. You know, you're not going to really be able to play him a lot of minutes, but you can play him for defense uh, in certain stretches of the game. Mark was spot on when he said that. So, yes, uh, I'm with you. That would be – I think that's a series that a lot of people really want to see that aren't necessarily fans of either the Suns or the Warriors. No doubt. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm going to hop off so other people can hop on. Thanks, Grant. Love uh, talking to you, Napes, and we'll talk soon. Good. Thank you very much, Ryan. I really appreciate the phone call. If you want to get in on the program today, uh, you can do that. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will be happy to do that. NFL draft tomorrow are the Niners, all right, when we're all said and done, going to have Debo Samuel on the roster. I know originally I said I wasn't going to do the show tomorrow. I I've changed my mind. I am going to do the show because you know what? I've got time. So I'm going to do a show tomorrow at 3 o'clock, okay? So we will have a show tomorrow at 3, and then we'll have a show on Friday probably at 4, okay? So 3 o'clock tomorrow. Four o'clock on Friday, and we'll go over round one on Friday. But tomorrow, we'll get you ready for the NFL draft. I figure, you know, there's no reason not to do a show. I'm going to do a show, have a little NFL draft, little mock draft. We'll have some fun, uh, see what the hottest rumors are leading up to the start of the draft. So we will do that tomorrow uh, at 3 o'clock. All right, I want to hear from you. Open forum Wednesday. You can go in any direction you want. Just hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I will put you right up on stage. Grant Napier with you here on Listen App. Uh, again, two games in the NBA playoffs. I expect both home teams to prevail with Milwaukee beating Chicago. No Zach Levine and uh, Denver at Golden State. I would be very surprised if 
the Nuggets are able to go into Oakland and win this game. I don't see it. Let's get to Al. Good afternoon, Al. How are you? Al, what's going on today? Al, I can't hear you. Got your microphone on, but I can't hear you, Al. All right, Al, I'm going to put you back in the audience. We'll uh, get you back on in a few moments. We'll try to go through the process again. Uh, again, the Giants and the A's tonight, if you have any comments on that. the con the, the, the I, I don't really understand anything about what's going on in Oakland right now. Nothing makes sense to me. It's almost like they want to get out of Oakland and move. Let them move. Seriously. Let them move. You get those type of comments by uh, the president of the A's about the San Francisco attendance. And worry about your own ballpark, would you please? You know, worry about your own problem. And you got a lot of problems there. A lot of problems. Which, one of the problems is not your ball club. It's pretty decent. Again, they're 500. But nobody cares. Nobody wants to go to the games. I mean, fans are done. They're done. You know, worry about your own ballpark. Worry about your own. Don't don't be worrying about what's going on in San Francisco. Doesn't concern you, right? I don't get that. Does not concern you. Just, I I I don't understand it. Uh, I really don't. All right. So again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. Uh, and we will put you right up on stage. Uh, again, we will do a show tomorrow at 3. Friday, my podcast, I'm going to have Larry Kruger on. And uh, I'm going to talk to Larry about how he got going in the business. Uh, I want to talk about interning for me, getting a start. I want to go uh, talk about the comments that got him fired, uh, the comments that he made about Felipe Alou uh, years ago. Uh, so we're going to talk about a lot of things with Larry Kruger on Friday. and. You know, we might, we might be talking about a 49ers trade by then as well, right? So be a good time to have them on uh, on Friday. We'll, that'll be my podcast on Friday uh, if you don't like that. Each hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I've got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Zbiotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money no questions asked remember go to zbiotics.com slash grant use the code grant at checkout for 15 percent off thank you zbiotics for sponsoring this episode and our good times 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Train, you're next here. Hello, E-Train. How are you? Uh, hey, Grant. Um, listen, as a follow-up to your uh, show yesterday where you were talking about Twitter, I was just curious um, what your opinion was on how important social media is to people in your line of work as well as athletes given the changing political climate and whatnot? I don't know if it's important to athletes. Um, I think it's actually very detrimental to athletes, to be honest with you, uh, because I think that too many athletes read what's on social media and it can affect them in a negative way, such as Kevin Durant. Uh, In my line of work, I think it's essential because it allows me to promote shows like this one. And if you have enough followers, and I'm fortunate enough to have almost 50,000, you know, you're able to alert a lot of people to what you're doing for your livelihood. Again, uh, my podcast, you know, I'm promoting my podcast on social media. I'm promoting the fact that I'm on Listen App every day. Those things, I believe, are instrumental and very important for prolonged success in this business. But I personally think a lot of athletes, and it's a great question, by the way, I think a lot of athletes misuse social media. And I think it actually can be uh, bad for them be a negative rather than a positive. Now, some athletes use social media properly, but there are too many athletes, in my opinion, that don't. Well, that's very interesting. I was just curious because I myself, I'm not really on Facebook or anything like that, but um, I, you know, it's, it's interesting to, you know, it seems like it's pretty much a necessary evil to do, you know, what you do for a living. And it sounds like, you know, if, if you were trying to start out in sports broadcasting, you pretty much, it sounds like have to be a part of that, right? You do. Uh, I also think that for breaking news, uh, when you are in the media and you want to know what's going on constantly, Social media is going to provide that for you. Uh, so, but I'll also say this, okay? I, the day that I stop working, I will be off social media forever and I will never go back on it. I will delete my Twitter account and I will delete my Facebook account and I will delete my Instagram account. Uh, and not necessarily in that order, but probably in that order. The first thing I would delete would be Twitter. I would get off Twitter. And I'd be fine with that. I think Twitter has occupied my life so much that I, I actually enjoy sometimes being on an airplane and not having Wi-Fi and not having to deal with it. So, I mean, there are a lot of good things to it, but there's also, in my opinion, a lot of negatives to it. And when I stop working, I will not be on Twitter anymore. Well, we all hope that's going to be a long time in the future, Grant, because we need you. <laughs> well, I'm not planning on going anywhere for a while. I'm planning on you know, not only doing what I'm doing now, but enhancing what we're doing now, as I've told you, and hopefully I'll be able to speak on that in the near future. But um, I'm not planning on retiring anytime soon. So I think you're good. Great. Well, hey, we're looking forward to it. Thank you so much and have a good day. Hey, thank you. Really appreciate it, E-Train. Good stuff right there. All right. Again, um, you know, again, Larry Kruger is going to come on on Friday. And we'll ask him uh, about what he learned back in, what was that, 2005, I believe it was, 
uh, the comments about Felipe Alou, and that was it. Uh, Larry was done, and he fortunate enough to restart his career, and we'll we'll go through all of that coming up on the show uh, on Friday. All right, let's see if we can uh, hear from Al now, right here on this open forum Wednesday. Hey, Al, let's see if we can hear you now. What's up, buddy? Al, I don't know what you've done to your phone because you got your little green light on. You got your green dot, which means your microphone is operative, but you obviously did something to your device. So I don't know. You know, we had this problem a couple of weeks ago and you were able to figure it out. And I'm hoping that you can figure it out again because I love talking to you. But today we're not able to hear you. Uh, but again, that's coming up on Friday. Uh, tomorrow, I will do a show at three o'clock leading up to uh, round one of the NFL draft. Friday on this show, probably four o'clock, getting you ready for rounds two and three. Uh, we'll recap the first day of the NFL draft. And by then we should know about the future of Debo Samuel. You know, and, and as far as Debo Samuel goes, you know, he, he's, he is using social media to basically tell people they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. And we'll, we'll, we'll find out. You know, this is Liar's Poker Day. This is where, you know, there are a lot of things that are put out that are not true. Agents going to the media, putting out things that they know are not true, that enhances their clients. General managers going to agents, again, telling them things that are not necessarily true to start a certain direction of conversation. It, it happens every year, and that's part of the deal. It's part of the deal. All right, let's say hello to Jerry on this Wednesday. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Grant. How are you, sir? Good, buddy. What's happening? Hey, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, if Debo Samuel is traded, what do you think San Francisco could get for him? Well, they're going to have to get the Jets' number one pick for sure. Uh, they would have to get more than just that, but it has to start uh, with their number one pick, uh, in my opinion. I think Debo Samuel you know, has proven that he is worthy uh, of a number one pick. All right. So, I mean, I think first and foremost, you know, it starts right there. The Jets have, you know, a lot to play with here. If they really want Samuel, uh, they've got they've got really a lot to offer San Francisco. Um, now, the question is, then at that point, what type of deal are you going to have to give Debo Samuel? So, you know, they're. There's a lot of variables facing here right now, Jerry, and we don't know really what's true and what's not. I believe that Debo Debo Samuel will will be on the 49ers after tomorrow. Uh, I've been wrong a lot before, and again, it wouldn't shock me if I'm around again, but I believe that they are going to be – I think they'll have Samuel on the roster after uh, tomorrow. What do you think? You think he's going to get traded? Uh, I'm not sure, Grant. Uh, uh, Do you think – does Debo Samuel, does he have a, 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 a no trade clause in his contract? No. Okay. All right. Well, and I, the I, other I, issue, you know, the Jets have, the Jets have two first round picks. They're probably not going to give up the, the number four pick for Samuel, but they'll give up the number 10 and, you know, whatever else they have to do. I mean, I, I don't see them moving the fourth overall pick for Samuel. I don't, I don't think they'll do that, but I could see them if they're interested in Samuel, using their second of their number one picks, which is number 10. 
you know, Brent, I'm not saying that Debo Samuel's Jerry Rice, but then again, he could become something really, really special, Grant. And you you would hate to see somebody go like that yep. and be a mega superstar on a different team. It, I mean, that would suck. Well, he 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 did become someone special. He was someone he he was someone special last year. Uh, <laughs> he was as good and I think as valuable as any player in the National Football League over the last seven or eight weeks of the season. So I think he arrived last year and showed everyone you know, how how incredibly uh, gifted and what he can do for an offense. I think he already proved that last year. Now, am I ready to put him in the class of Tyreek Hill? No, only because of years played or Devontae Adams. But Samuel, last year, that was not a fluke what we saw. It just was not a fluke. Well, let me tell you this. Well, what about uh, could he do the same thing uh, for another head coach? I mean, Kyle Shanahan's offense, I mean, do you think that's what made him have that – year well i think you got to give credit to kyle shanahan i think kyle shanahan is a very uh innovative offensive guy uh i i think you also have to have talent around you which he had i think having george kittle on the field is a big help the ability to run the football whenever they want uh is a big help i mean there were a lot of good things that went on with san francisco last year that also benefited debo samuel i mean if you go to another team as they say the grass is not always greener on the other side of the fence Grant, thanks for taking my call, sir. Have a good day. See you, Jerry. Yep, you do the same. I mean, it's just the reality. You know, just because you, you know, you might get your money, and I get that's why you're in the business, but it doesn't make, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be winning football games on Sundays. I think the Niners right now are, well, I don't think they're a Super Bowl team this year with Trey Lance, a quarterback. I think it's just a, a very unrealistic. I don't, I don't see that. Um, now, could Samuel, excuse me, could Lance, by the time we get to after Thanksgiving in December, if the 49ers are still in the hunt with all of those games under his belt, be ready to then move this team into playoffs? Possibly. But again, I think it's unlikely just on the history of the National Football League. So again, there's just a lot of variables as it relates to the 49ers right now. Again, I just I can't imagine a team without Garoppolo and without Samuel are going to be able to do what they did last year. I don't see it. I just don't see it. All right, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will uh, put you right up on stage with me. It's that simple. And let's get to uh, some more phone calls here on Open Forum Wednesday with Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey, Grant. Can you hear me all right? Yep, I can hear you, Matt. Hey, um, just I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I love your uh, takes on – going back three years in the draft and I was wondering if you could pull up uh, the 2019 first round or first round picks and from 2019 and kind of I mean you don't have to spit you can just spitball it and go through and your takes on who did good and who did not and kind of just get your idea off of some of those if that's something you want to do for a little bit <laughs> fill some, sure. I know, I know, you don't I mean, go through all of them but maybe go I always like, I, I always like, your... hey, I always, well, the Giants, I can tell you right now, uh, yeah, I think a big flat, a, a big fat F. All right. So let, let's have some fun here. Daniel okay. Jones. That was the Daniel All right. Jones Arizona, here, right? Arizona drafted Kyle Murray, number one. Uh, San Francisco took Nick Bosa, number two. Obviously, uh, a grand slam home run. Yeah. Uh, the Jets took uh, defensive tackle, Quinn and Williams, three. Uh, Oakland, a big fat F. Uh, yeah. They picked Farrell. The defensive yep. end out of Clemson, we all know that would not be uh, the, the pick right now. 
Uh, Tampa took linebacker Devin White. The Giants took Daniel Jones at number six. That is clearly uh, the wrong decision based yeah. on the players that went behind him, and we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Josh Allen, okay. Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, outside linebacker, yeah. seven. Hawkinson, tight end Detroit, eight. Ed Oliver, Buffalo, defensive tackle, nine. And Devin Bush, Pittsburgh, uh, inside linebacker. Now, <laughs> what's interesting uh, about this draft, and, you you know, it's good to go back and have fun. Debo Samuel wasn't even a first-round pick in that draft. No, He no. was taken second overall at number 36. How about that? Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. So, yep. I mean, if the draft were held all over again, we know Debo Samuel would not be a second-round pick. He'd be right up there near the top of the draft. For, for sure. For sure. And I'm, I'm a 49er fan, and I, I think the Niners are going to trade Debo um, – and and the only reason is I don't think the Niners want to pay him the seventy, you know, seventy mil guaranteed money stuff like that. Uh, they've never done that, and so I, unfortunately, I think he's going to get traded. Um, but that's just my take on on that. Okay. I also think, um, and I don't mean to bring up old stuff, but I remember Doug used to talk about how you bring them in, you bring everybody in. There's a pie. Everybody gets a slice of the pie and who gets, you know, the biggest slices and I always believe that's why Tom Brady, in my opinion, is the goat is because he always decided to take a smaller piece of pie than he really deserved um, just to have a better team. Agreed. Um, and, and I agree players these days. Um, it's just not, you know, some of them are some, some of them are, and, and I don't blame them for going and changing their life and changing their family's life. But unfortunately, uh, they're not all like that. Where hey, Derek Carr, Derek Carr did it. Derek Carr yeah. took less money. No, I mean, right. Yep. yep. You're right, Matt. You make a great point. Uh, it's a very, very, very good point. Spot on, 100%. You have a good one. Thank you, Matt. Thank Appreciate you. it. You too. Good call. Uh, again, hit that hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will get you right on. Very true. I don't know how much money you need to be happy. You know, in a lot of these players, it's ego. Because I've never really understood the difference of making, let's say, forty million a year, and you know, thirty-five million a year. Like, what can you do with forty million, right? That you can't do with thirty-five million. I mean, seriously. Let's let's get right down to it. So you're going to make thirty-five million a year, or thirty-two a year, instead of forty a year, for a couple of years. Is that really going to change your life? Like, is that going to make a difference in your lifestyle? No. No, it's not. It's not. It's absolutely not. I've never understood that. That's a good call by Matt. You look at Tom Brady. I mean, plus the amount of money that these athletes now make in endorsements and shoe deals and everything else. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Could you imagine somebody telling you, that instead of making 40 million, you're only going to make only, I say, 30 million. And you're going to sign a four year deal or a three year deal. And you think, wow, gee, you know, I can't believe I didn't get the 40 million. That's going to really affect my lifestyle. I don't know how I'm going to go out and fly private anymore. And uh, I'm not going to be able to have six houses around the world. I'm going to have to cut it down to five. And instead of, you know, 12 cars in my garage, I'm going to have to cut it down to 10. 
and those five garages that I have, maybe I'm going to have to, you know, chop one of them off and only have four garages. And, you know, boy, I, you know, I know I have four kids and I wanted to buy them each a yacht. I may only have to be able to buy them a, a mega cruiser, you know, maybe instead of spending, you know, a million and a half to two million on their beautiful boats, I may have to cut that down a little bit. No, seriously. I mean, it's ridiculous. Never understood that. It's called greed. It's called ego, 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 ego. That's why when you see, and I'm going to right now talk about the NBA. When you see the Ben Simmonses of the world and Kyrie Irving, who last year took three leaves of absence, and they're making $500,000 a game, it's, 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 it's just, you can't comprehend it. It's wrong. It's just, it's, it's, it's so wrong, right? When you see the NBA players just take games off and they're still, excuse me, getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. James Harden was forcing his way out of Brooklyn. So he didn't want to play. So he's got a hamstring issue, but he's still making a $600,000 a game while he's sitting on the street or excuse me, sitting on the bench in street clothes, not playing. It's just, it's despicable. It really is. It's awful. It's just terrible. Terrible. All right, again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will get you uh, right on. Again, the NBA tonight, I think the Warriors, no problem closing out Denver. And I don't see any problem with Milwaukee uh, beating Chicago. Uh, Zach Levine in COVID protocol. You know, I'm looking at Michael Malone and the Nuggets. They just don't have what it takes to beat Golden State, in my opinion. Uh, two games in a row. They got Nikola Jokic, and we know how good he is. And that's what they have. You know, the Warriors, they've got Curry, they got Thompson, they got Poole, they got Green. I mean, they have what they need. They have everything that they need. And I think they're going to step on the gas tonight. And I think they are going to run the Nuggets out of the gym. That's what I see. That game is at 7 o'clock, the Nuggets and the Warriors. And then again, Milwaukee, I would be very surprised uh, if the Bucks do not beat the Bulls. That game starts uh, in about an hour tip-off uh, at the uh, beautiful new arena in Milwaukee. And it is beautiful. They did a great job there. Beautiful. And you know what? Good for them. New arena, NBA championship, Giannis Adetokounmpo. Good for them. Good for them. You know, I mean, it's one player turns around the whole franchise. One player. And, you know, when you're when the best guy on your team is your best player or your best player is the best guy, then you have a winner. Right? When your superstar is also a super person and a super professional, then you have the best possible scenario for a franchise. And they've got that. They have got that in Milwaukee. Their superstar player is also a professional. He understands. He gets it. And they are blessed, absolutely blessed to have him. Very blessed to have him. All right. Again, give me your call. Open forum Wednesday. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about as well?
I was reading uh, the former vice president, who is currently an assistant coach for the Jazz, Keon Dooling. I didn't see this, but he was arrested today and added to a criminal case. I think there was, what, 17 or 18 former NBA players. Uh, they were charged with taking millions of dollars and defrauding the league's welfare benefit plan. And he was added to that list. All right. So I believe it said that dueling had been a union officer for what was it? 10 years, eight years, nine years, and actually became uh, the first vice president. And he was one of three people added to the indictment today. How about that? NBA for 13 years, seven different teams. Let's read a statement here from the Jazz. It is a case concerning his time at the National Basketball Players Association prior to him joining our organization. Due to the ongoing legal process, we will refrain from further comments. So that's the jazz going, don't look at us. We got nothing to do with it. It happened before he got here. That's just the jazz. Just, you know, cleaning their hands of that, washing their hands of Keon Dooling. Officials said that Keon Dooling was, quote, allegedly engaged in the scheme and recruited other co-conspirators to join the scheme. If this is true, by the way, he needs to go to jail, and so do the others, if, if it's true. All of these people that have been indicted are charged with healthcare fraud and wire conspiracy for a fraud that spanned from at least 2017 to 2020, the report says. Now, back in the fall, a prosecutor said that each defendant made false claims that ranged from 65,000 to 420,000. And the indictment, which was updated earlier today, said that Keon Dooling pocketed about $350,000 of planned proceeds illegally. How about that? They say, the prosecutor, that about $5 million in false claims were submitted, though claimants did not receive as much in proceeds. Hmm. Dueling previously the wellness counselor for the union, he oversaw the mental health and wellness department. You ready for this? In 2014, I did not. I didn't know this. I did, I'm just learning this right now. In 2014, Keon Dueling wrote a book discussing many things, including how he struggled with stress after being sexually abused as a child. I did not know that, that's awful. That's terrible. In an interview when the book came out, quote, Dueling said this, quote, health is everything. It has to be your biggest priority, health of all kinds, mind and body. I don't disagree with that, but I also, I don't think that stealing $350,000 should be one of your priorities as well, allegedly. 
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You hear stories like this and you just go, well, you're not even surprised anymore, are you? Right? You know, here's the other thing. And again, he's, he has not been convicted, so he's innocent until proven guilty. Now, you think about this. Guy played 13 years in the league, right? 13 years in the league. And he's trying to steal $350,000. Unbelievable. Really. I mean, unbelievable. How sad is that? How sad is that? And yet we hear stories like this every day. We hear stories like this all the time. And you just go, well, I'm not surprised. Because you know why? Because we hear stories like this all too often. So when you hear them, you're like, well, you know. Can't say I'm surprised. What are we surprised with in, in, in this world anymore? Does anything surprise you anymore? Right? Does anything surprise you anymore? Seriously. Did, are you surprised when you hear anything? You know, in Russian TV today, you've got uh, someone on talking about how their one missile will eliminate the UK, right? They called it the Borish UK, right? Russian state TV host, Vladimir Solovyov, probably mispronouncing that name. One Sarmat, their missile, means minus one Great Britain. Said that on state TV today. One Sarmat means minus one Great Britain because they've gotten totally boorish. How about that? What a crazy world we're living in, huh? What a crazy, crazy world. If 7.5 megatons, quote, will be delivered to the territory of our so-called American partners, the word partner is very important, then objects like the city of New York, a good city, but it would be gone, one host said. Completely gone with one rocket. Completely. I mean completely. He went on laughing. So it's better we don't. Americans always feared our heavy rockets. So, you know, again, I'm going to be surprised that Keon Dooling is alleged to have stolen 
or fraud, $350,000. When you have people going on state TV talking about obliterating the UK with one missile and New York with one missile. No, I'm not surprised with anything I hear anymore. Sadly, that's the world we're living in. That's the world we're living in. And, 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 and you and I have nothing to say about it. Nothing. There's nothing we can do. Right? That's why when I see what Wimbledon's doing to ban players this year from Russia and Belarus, those players have nothing to do with the decision of their government. Although now I'm looking at Wimbledon and after hearing those comments on TV, yeah, maybe they were right. Excuse me while I take some water. Maybe they're right. Right? You're going to have that go on Russian TV? Maybe they're right. I don't think they're right. But, the, you know, again, I'm contradicting myself. You understand the point. You know, athletes, just like you and I, we have no say in what our government does and does not do as it pertains to war. We have nothing. What are you going to do? You're going to stop an invasion of a country? Or you think people in Russia can stop an invasion of Ukraine? You think that, you know, Daniel Medvedev, the number two ranked player in the world, can call up Vladimir Putin and go, don't invade Ukraine? I mean, you know, what are we talking about here? It's a crazy world. Crazy, crazy world. All right. Don't forget, as I get you back to sports, two games in the NBA tonight, Chicago, Milwaukee, Denver, Golden State. We'll talk about those games tomorrow. We will also get you ready for round one of the NFL draft. That's at three o'clock tomorrow. Friday, Larry Kruger on my podcast. I will do a uh, show right here on Listen App Friday at four o'clock. We'll rehash round one of the NFL draft. We'll get you ready for the weekend as well. All right. Really appreciate the phone calls today. Appreciate you always being with me here on Listen App. Again, light night with those two games. Giants, A's, if you want to talk about that tomorrow, we can break down what's going on in the early Bay Bridge series. They will play again next weekend as well. So we got a little bit of baseball, and the Giants off to another absolutely blistering start. And yet Gabe Kapler gets ripped, okay, gets ripped because they're trying to score runs in the eighth and ninth inning. It's unbelievable to me. Seriously, unbelievable. All right, make it a great day. Be well. Talk to you tomorrow right here on Listen App. So long, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.